Pod. It's from outer space. What the fuck is this shit? What is up, party people? Welcome back to another Killer Pod from Outer Space with a big Killer Pod crew in effect tonight. Uh, I am Jeff, formerly one of your hosts, now current producer. Uh, we got a big squad, and I just, uh, they're all bigger than me. So I'm producing. Uh, with me, as always, my buddy Vinny. What's up, dude? Hello, everybody. Squad deep tonight. Hope everybody liked the new intro. Well done by Jeffrey. Thanks, bub. That one had me headbanging harder than the previous previous uh, intros. With us tonight, Chris. in person, we have Brother Shane. Yep. Welcome back. It's been a it's been a long time yes. since that uh, shitty motel in Lehighton, Pennsylvania. It was the last time you were on. I have to make note that I am out on a work night. Out on a work night. What is, motel was he in? At the, oh no, not uh, Lee Heighton. In uh, for Ghost. Oh, in, in Hershey. Hershey. Yeah. We didn't record there. We recorded in some hotel. <laughs> I don't know where it was, but we recorded this in. Guy hotel doesn't machine. know. Anyway, recorded a sex tape. Yeah, I was yeah. gonna say what oh happened. God, that's the smut film. On the uh, hotline, we have Brother Pete. I'm Ron Burgundy. And brother Sean. Hello, gentlemen. Never know what to do with my hands. Shit. I don't know what to do with my hands. They're up. What's going on, everybody? Not much, brother. Just chilling. This is going to be a fun one. It's been a... It's a sweaty one. Yeah, oppressively one. hot uh, time. Fucking gross. And anybody listening anywhere is just as hot, if not hotter. It is cornstarch season. Yes, very much so. I missed throwing a handful of that into a fan and just letting it go against my body. <laughs> just, just dust your butt. Oh, uh, yeah. It's the best. You're a wild man. No, I've never done that. You ever done that? No. Oh, I got man. three shop fans in the garage. When you're, yeah. well, yeah, when you're working out in the garage, but when you're working in a hot kitchen, you just drop those pants take a handful of cornstarch and throw it into a fan so it sprays all over you, the best. I, uh, I hate to, to be this guy, but can we do beers? Because this thing is just rapidly getting warm. What is yeah. it? I can, beer? yes. Ah. All right, well, why don't you kick us off then? We all have different beers. Oh, do right? we? Oh, I didn't even notice that. Uh, so my beer, producer beer, coming from Phoenixville, PA, uh, my favorite coffee house, Steel City Coffee House and Brewery, right on Bridge Street. This is their New England Pale Ale. It's called Phoenix Rising. Have not had this one yet. I bought it for VHS Fest and never touched it. Five and a half percent alcohol, uh, sweet can art. I really like the. It's like a, almost like a mural style phoenix on here, um, and definitely check out Steel City if you're in the area. Pam, Shane, what do you got? All right, um, I got a Fiddlehead Brewing Company Mastermind Double IPA. Picked up uh, my way home from New York. And it's a 25% of the sales go to uh, community outreach. And nice. I also got a side of a bush light. Well, yeah, we always have side beers. <laughs> yeah, you got a good beer with a shitty beer on the side. Oh, I mean, basically your water. Don't call the food. You got to have a shitty beer, beer and water. That's what... 
All right, and I got from Tired Hands Brewing Company out of Ardmore, PA, just outside of Philadelphia. I have the Extra Knuckle Single Hop Mosaic IPA. Super cool can art in this one. It's uh, It's got some severed uh, hands on it with like claws going on and some green uh, goopity-goop coming out of them. Super dope. See what extra knuckle for when she asks for the extra knuckle. Well, yeah. Gross. What do you guys get on the hotline? <laughs> <laughs> I have. Gross. Uh, <laughs> I have. I think it's a it's a collab um, between uh, Resident Culture Brewing <laughs> Company and uh, True Brewing Company. True with a V, like uh, like Denver. They're the best. Like 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 Vault. Built. Um. um <laughs> It's uh, it's called Heavy Light. It's got a really dope can, and it, I, I picked it because it kind of looks like something that would be a cover for a um, Shutter movie cover. It's a weeded Pilsner, um, uh, Australian and summer French hops. Mm. Oh. Um, I don't know that I've ever the, had an Australian hop. The um, the the brewery that it's uh, in partnership with resident culture is charlotte north carolina Ooh, and I also um i also uh picked it because not only is the label black but the can itself is black like my soul mm. and your bottle sometimes he bleaches it <laughs> with it's an anti-bleach <laughs> <laughs> So shoot uh, Je- Jeff wants to start this episode over already. And I have got from the classic craft brewer, I have an Allagash floating holiday. It's a blonde ale, summer season, uh, 5.2% with a lemon and sea salt. Mm, that sounds refreshing. Allagash is one of those like larger microbreweries that I really want to visit. Yeah, it's a tall, hear nothing it's but a tall awesome boy. things about it. It's, is it Maine? Yeah, yeah. it's Maine. Yeah. Uh, apparently, it's just, like a, it's just a beautiful, awesome brewery. Sean, can I put you yeah. on the spot? Yeah, go ahead. Where were you walking home from when uh, you texted so there was us? A little, there was a little pop-up on Fairmount Ave. Uh, there's a bar, brewery, brew pub in the area called Bar Higgy, and... They were slinging beers and selling ice cream. So. Lovely. I oh. knew it was going to be something cool. Beers and ice cream. That sounds pretty cool. Uh, Sean, can I put you on the spot? Oh. Please. Have you ever gone to that uh, Philly event, the whiteout dinner? No. No No one we know has ever I... No, no, absolutely not. Okay. Yeah. We're not like sure. elitist jabrones. Like I don't have any clothes. Cream. I don't have any white clothes. The corn What's that thing called? ice cream. Uh, dinner and Blanc. Yeah, Dinner and Blanc. Yeah. So yeah, people don't know. Of, I think a lot of cities I do it. Don't even bring it up. It's so yeah, douchey. It's so lame. I, I just want to tell everybody. No, because it's all over the country. It's not just here. They do I them all it. over. I hate when they talk about it. And I I remember when I lived in Lancaster and like I was leaving work and I just saw, I was like, is there like an orgy going on in this park? It's just everyone's wearing white and going to the one place. It's nuts. Um, the... Oh, shit. Nothing. Your phone distracted me. Sorry. Continue. Dumb event. If they had a dinner, if they had a dinner in black, I would go. But I just like dinner. Yeah, it was like yeah, organ, just sort of, just like organ meats and like black metal playing, 
and you wear all black, and there's fire. Would you like to have dinner tonight? I like to have dinner every night. Wayne's World. <laughs> mm. Two. Um, moving on, I do I have a little news from my from myself. Mm. Uh, nothing crazy. Uh, from here on out with the War Games, I'm taking a step back. I am going to produce the shows. I'll still be here chiming in. Uh, you won't get my awesome picks that Vinny likes to bash or anything I like am that. the one that gets bashed. Well, you get you. bashed because you pick stupid stuff way I too high. Not. Or low. High or low? High. <laughs> high. Bashing rats. Bashing um, rats. But I'll still be here. You'll still get to hear my sultry, seductive vocals on the Killer Pod from Outer Space. And I'll be, I'll be happy to hear your commentary on the list. Yeah. That was just my bit of news. I wanted to get it out there. Mainly so my mom doesn't freak out. Uh, you know, Why would she forget? I don't know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I think she just likes it when I bring her up, so I do it. Okay. Hi, Mom. Hey, Mrs. Batista. I can't speak. No, you cannot. Pete, I know you got some news. Bring it on, brother. Well, a bombshell announcement was made today. I know it. That Vince McMahon, at what, 76 years old, 77 years old, something like that? Old as dirt, basically, yeah. Is... For the time being, because I'm so doubtful based on everything else that has ever happened in the world of wrestling. Yeah, it's pro wrestling. That, that he's that he's retiring. I'm sure it's a work, just like the screw job was a work. It wasn't. It wasn't real. <laughs> the screw job was. This isn't absolutely a not a work, and this isn't a work either. Um, but uh, I think that I'm sure. I'm sure this is kind. Of, this is kind of coming in the in the uh, light of. Uh, allegations or in the in the wake really of of all the shit that he he had either sexually harassed or just paid somebody or whatever to have sex with him um and i think he tried to get a dance around it and i don't think it's happening and uh anyway so big moves happening yeah. apparently right now, as of right now uh, one guy who i've never heard of and stephanie mcmahon are Stepping up to, as CEO yeah. and um, Triple H. Uh, Triple H will be like third in line. Yeah, he's going to be the executive of uh, talent relations now. So, do we trust Stephanie to run? Well, I think you're going to see some changes for the better because yeah. of the two of them. I want Triple H running it. I think, or in this kind of format with him doing it, Hunter. With him being in charge of talent, he essentially is. Yeah, because he's going to have to bring in who he wants to bring in. After they got but, rid of but, everybody that he brought in. Well, they have talent issues, but I think their storyline issues are even worse. Yeah. I mean, they got a clean house. Yeah, but that's something that they're... Unless the writers are good and that's, they're just not able to do it. It's also they, not going to happen overnight. I know. You're going to have to wait till after the summer for anything to get better storyline-wise. They also just recently lost their PG rating. They um, did not, not. That didn't happen yet. It was a... Oh. It was a decision that apparently was made and then they walked it back oh yeah. because yeah because they didn't want to they want to keep the pg rating whereas like those of us who grew up in the attitude era are like come on man come on now man yeah this is um nothing. i'm not saying bring back the the bra and panties matches because those are definitely questionable in this day of wokeness but um you know i'm just saying if the ladies want to do it let them do it <laughs> um I just know that you know Vince. Vince was very um, again. I don't want to like get on a whole rant about this, but Vince was um, part of the reason why so many people wanted to leave is because you know he has this image of what the 
what the face of a company should be. And we're in an era where that doesn't exist anymore. It could be anybody, you know, um, they have one of the best wrestlers in the world in uh, Finn Balor, and he's just been tossed around and, um, you know, this and that put down to NXT. And now NXT is like supposed to be an even level brand, even though everyone knows it's not. And uh, Vince McMahon has also always been very against anybody kind of doing anything on the side. Like somebody wants to, um, uh, you know, have a, a Twitch channel. Not, I'm not that I'm into any of that, but I know that that's been a controversial thing that there's been people that want to have some online presence. And he said, you can't do it because you're breaking kayfabe and you're doing all this stuff. Um, so hopefully, and then uh, some freedom is put in the hands of the pro wrestlers. And my dream would be that there's some inner brand relationship that once a year, like a AEW WWE thing could happen. Cause I think that'd be amazing. Um, a pay-per-view of some sort, but we're a long ways from that happening. And um, yeah, I mean, that'd be super know. cool. I, I, just, I, I think just a lot think of doors are going to open. Is, I just think in general, pro wrestling is kind of in shambles. Like, you know, AEW sucked up all these wrestlers that were leaving WWE. And now they, now they're oversaturated with all this talent. And it's like, you know, something, something needs to happen. Yeah, I think, I think, I think that inner brand relationship could be a good thing. I mean, AEW allows it. Their wrestlers go to, New Japan, they go to uh, Impact, they go to yeah. Ring of Honor. So, anyway, I know that not everyone that listens to this is into wrestling, but we are technically a semi wrestling yes, yes, podcast. Are. So, yeah, it just it really went downhill basically almost as soon as we started doing the podcast. It I just know, kind of became like, that's what we, like we thought we were going to talk about wrestling all the time. Yeah, anyways. yeah. So I think this opens doors. Like I'm, I'm excited for SummerSlam now. I mean, a little bit more exciting. I, I mean, there's not going to be an immediate change by SummerSlam, no. but it'll be the beginning. Maybe. Good, good things to come. Okay. Hopefully more wrestling. Fair enough. All right, let's dive into this war. Yeah, games. so here we go. War Games, Shutter Originals tonight. Big big killer pod crew for it. Um, Pete, you still hold the money in the bank. So as far as trivia goes, that is off the table, and it is yours to use whenever you would like. Doing it... Um, Quantity over quality, I think we're doing, but it's a two and a two, right? So mm-hmm. we're doing a top ten. I like this. Shutter original movies. The winners, if they choose so, um, of trivia, will get four picks? I lost the number already. One, two, three. Three picks. So two people will get three picks. Two people will get two picks. Yeah. Um, and then... And then the, the bottom of the two, two picks... Or the bottom, yeah, the bottom of the two two picks gets poopy picks. Yeah, poopy picks. And then uh, the other person with the two two picks, or the, the other person with two picks, gets the number one. Right. The uh, the D pick is really pretty poopy. Eight and four. Poo poo. Oh, it's a poo poo. All right. Well, are you guys ready for your trivia questions? Yes. All right. My yes. first. My first question coming at you. Uh, this. Um. Anthology. What? Speed or do we go around the? Around? No, you need to get your answer out before yeah. someone else does. That's the, what the question was. Well, you might need to talk in your microphone too. Don't be that guy. Okay. Uh, this anthology series is a Shutter original, and it is the fourth creep show. VHS ninety four. Peter wins. Damn. I thought it was the creep show show. Pete, what do you want to do? You want numerous I'll picks? Take, number one. I'll take one. I'll take one of the threes. Dealer's okay. choice. All right, you're gonna get. Um, 
I'm gonna give you 10, seven, and three. I'll take it. Peter. Although I hate that bottom pick always, but it's fine. Well, you told me to pick, so. No, it's fine, it's fine. It's always so much You jumped the gun on that. I you really, did. I thought I was, I didn't listen to the rest of the question. You should have because, oh, well, I guess you'll. I was right. confident. Whatever. All right, second question. This anthology series was made into an animated Shudder original. Creep show. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I was like, yeah, I'm surprised he got that out. Um, what would you like? The other three. The other three? All right. So what do I got? You are getting nine, eight, and four. So you're going back to back. Ooh. All right, this one is down to Shane and Sean. Sean, are you still there? I'm still here. Okay. I knew the answer to the first one, but I I can't speak fast enough. Oh, okay. Sorry, I hear crickets, so somebody I thought <laughs> vanished. <laughs> oh, I hear actual crickets. Yeah, that's what I mean. I'm not I'm not joking. <laughs> no blame me. Alright, this Shutter original recently just finished its fourth season and is a rehash of a nineties horror favorite show on TNT. What was it? This Shutter original just finished its fourth season, and it is a revamp, if you will, of a very popular TV horror TV show from the nineties. Oh, the last driver. There you go. Yeah, there he is. Yeah. What would you like? One or two? <laughs> uh, I really don't want the number one pick. All right. Uh, I'll take two. All right, Shane. Number one overall. All right, so Pete's got 10 and what? Hold on, I'm writing. So Pete is going to do 10, 7, 3. Okay. Then, Vinny, you got 9, 8, 4. Okay. Sean, you're doing 2 and 6. Shane, you have 1 and 5. All right. As always. I like this. Text me your picks when you are ready. You guys ready for a fried bear? Let's <laughs> <laughs> kick this baby off. <laughs> so number ten, give it to me. Someone, all right. Someone send me uh, something. Uh, hold on, I gotta load you. I gotta load you up here. Send nudes. <laughs> I have no idea where this list is gonna go. I'm excited. There's a lot. All right, Peter is in. Brother Pete. With the number 10 pick, Shutter Originals list, Spiral. All right. Silence. Well, I, so, well more crickets. That is not I, um, I didn't get to watch as, as much as I would have liked for this list. And this one... I've, I've only seen it once. Yeah. I mean, I really wanted to. And it's, uh, it's on a lot of, uh, you know, people out in the interwebs list. So I'm excited to hear what you say about it, Pete. But you have seen it, right? You were the one that told me to watch it. I haven't seen it. Yeah, you have. Oh, maybe I have. <laughs> he told me. No, to no, watch no. It. no, no, no. This is this is Shutter's Spiral. This is not no, I know. Spiral the Saw the Saw movie. All right, hold on. I watch a lot of movies. I think he told <laughs> Anyways, me to watch this one too. Okay, so um, basically, th this is this is supposed to take place in um, kind of uh, late nineties. Um, 
gay relationships are kind of so a little taboo. Have seen this. Um, same-sex couple moves into a small town. Shit very immediately, you know, like, seems very quirky and um, there's very – some social oddities going on. And uh, they notice, like, their neighbors throwing these weird parties. There's hoods. Um, what, what, which they seemingly um, pretty nice place to live. Um, and, um, it's the one, it's the one guy in the couple that is seeing this stuff and his partner's kind of, um, I think the guy that leaves the house to go to work all the time and he's like a stay at home, like author or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, or maybe an artist. I'm kind of blanking on that. Cause like I said, I've only seen this once, but, um, it, uh, um, it very, you know, it rolls out to, to be like a, a culty, um, thing. And they're, um, you know, I, I mean, I, I, we're always kind of like wondering where we're at with spoilers with this, but, um, um, you know, it turns out that, uh, other, other people in, that have lived in this house have, um, essentially gone through the same stuff in this, it's, uh, this town they're like keeping themselves if i'm remembering correctly they're like keeping themselves young and uh and relevant in in the town by getting rid of uh people that live in this house and and it turns out the little twist at the end is that it's like right post 9-11 and a middle eastern couple moves into the house after the gay couple's been killed and ousted and uh why is that a twist because they're the next in line. Because oh. because everyone that moves into the house is somehow they fi- they figure out like they find record in the house uh, that like um, everyone that's moved in the house has either been like like there was like a black family or like a gay a gay couple and like all these like social uh, things. I got that, you. That yeah, it, it's a, you know the whole movie is a social commentary. On, yeah, I get you now. Um, yeah, I remember this one now. I don't know why I thought I didn't see it. I saw um, the title pop up and was like, oh, I'm not doing, I'm not doing it a ton of justice because I, because I was trying to watch new movies for this list. I didn't have a chance to rewatch things. You put it at 10. But, um, you don't have to do it any justice. Yeah. I, I think this is a good spot for it. It was, uh, no, but, no, but I have to say like, I started, like I had, I had a list of 15 movies and I just, because I was, you know, because I'm only getting three picks, I just ousted like four movies. This was probably, this was at like six for me. Um, but because I'm not, you know, because I have to, you know, pick what are really my favorites now to get on that I want to talk about. And I also know just, um, you know, playing the friend card, Sean and I have talked about a few movies and I know things that he wants to talk about and I don't want to take that away from him. So, um, there's one or two, movies, one or two, one or two other movies that I could have talked about, but, um, you know, so, um, thoughts on spiral guys. I dug it. It was, um, I, I, as soon as I saw, I pulled up on IMDb and they, you know, they show like the trailer in the background. I, it immediately came back to me that, yes, I have seen this. I don't know why I thought I didn't. And I put it on my watch list and now I have to remove it. Um, but yeah, definitely, I, I, I definitely remember, want to watch it again. Cause you know, it's a little hazy for me. Yeah. I mean, uh, I remember it being very tense. Um, very like contained, 
to the apartment, right? I mean, there's not. Yeah, they very of... much play that card of like, is this guy crazy? Yes. Or, or is he actually seeing this stuff? And they get you, they get you to the point as the viewer where you're like, not sure. And then you know, eventually, you know, it all. There's a pretty, uh, uh, there's a, a couple of pretty gruesome kills too, mm -hmm. if I remember correctly. Uh, there's at least one gutting. So, we should have talked about this before the list officially began but since all these movies are pretty modern like what the oldest movie we can even talk about is... like 2017 or something yeah. so do we want to avoid major spoilers as in like twist endings I mean I kind of ruined it but it's still there's still a lot that happens in the movie that yeah I mean like I, I, well that wasn't even really the twist it was like the the you know continuation of the story but going forward Avoid major spoilers. Do we agree? Sure. All right. Um, all right. Let me send my number nine pick in. Uh, Bruce Shaw, have you seen this one? the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> have, you, have either of you other gentlemen seen this movie? What do you I have not. For? It's me, dude. Are you okay? You said nothing. Go on. Have you seen it? No, I was asking, like, you're going to send it in. Like, do you, I have to actually text something? Okay. You, have to text, you have to text your pick to Jeff when okay. it's your turn. That would have been good to know. That's I said it. You didn't yeah. say shit. Yes, he, yes, he did. Whatever, though. Oh, boy. <laughs> you had to make a whole thing out of me just fucking looking. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Can't look at anything around here. No new I miss you guys. Who's the um, last person we kicked off the show for sucking? <laughs> vestibule? Yeah. Um, let me say, if I did have the number 10 pick, I would have gone... It, like, it can't go anywhere else. I would have gone with Fried Barry. That's at my number 10. Yeah. Just because it's so weird. You it's so... It I mean, I, we don't really... We always say we're going to do discards, and we don't. We did a whole episode on Fried Barry. There's no need to do it. I know, but I'm just saying. It's so polarizing, that, that movie. And we quote it all the time, like as our, our. No, that's the Greasy Strangler. We quote. Oh, you're right. You are. Yeah, this episode's a train wreck. No, it's not. Number nine pick is in. It is the pandemic breakthrough hit, Host. Wow. Damn, I thought that'd be a lot higher. Really? Yeah. Uh. Pete, you thought it was gonna be higher? Are you? Uh, it's my oh, number one. Whoa! Are you serious? Yeah. Jesus. See these lists. All right, curveball. They always throw us off. Like we were talking before we hit the record about like, oh, we probably the same top three. And I was like, we think that, but then things happen like this apparently. So I really like this movie. I really like the timing that it came out. Um, at I think least that's why I hold it in such high regard. Yeah. Uh, at least in my mind during that time, uh, I was kind of worried that we were like in 2020, you know, your peak pandemic is during quarantine. Nothing's coming out. Uh, I know me and Jeff were like super stoked for the Michael Jordan documentary because that was like the only new thing. And we had like a little mini viewing party each week for that. And I was kind of under the belief that we weren't going to see any new TV shows or any new movies for quite some time because of the pandemic. And then this one dropped, completely completely made from home via Zoom. Uh, and, you know, we heard about it 
from Bloody Disgusting and all that and, and Shudder talking about it, but I had very low expectations going into it. I was like, there's no way a movie on Zoom is going to be any good. And this movie was tense. It had me on the edge of my seat. It had uh, legitimate jump scares. And the whole goddamn thing is on Zoom. So six friends hire a medium to hold a seance via Zoom during lockdown. It takes place during uh, the pandemic, but they get far more than they bargained for as things go quickly or quickly go wrong. Uh, you're basically, you know, via Zoom and seeing all the cameras jump back and forth. You're seeing these girls that are having this seance. Like they do the trope where scary stuff's happening but it's they're pranking each other and then stuff gets like sinister very quickly and you're seeing these girls get picked off one by one uh on their cameras and it is executed so well uh next to nothing for budget let me see if i keep scrolling on the imdb here if it has that information um so i love i don't even know why oh. it has the box office because there was no box office but I mean, I guess kind of impressive just on VOD, even though for most of us, we saw it on Shutter, but VOD, I guess, international, it made uh, 443000 Doesn't have the budget there. It could be, it, it, it could be US too. I mean, it was available for people to rent that don't, that don't have yeah, Shutter. Yeah, that's true. Um, um, doesn't have the budget, but I mean, I mean, it, it was literally, it's not like, they used Zoom as a gimmick. It was literally filmed on Zoom. I didn't know that watching it either. Yeah. Very, very well done. I remember um, almost bailing on this movie, like, at the beginning. Like, first 10, 15 minutes in being If like, this would have come out today, I probably... I mean, like, maybe if I saw people, like, raving about it on social media or whatever, I would have checked it out. But I wouldn't have given it the time of day. The only reason I watched it was because there was no new content. But I remember, I remember like it starting and thinking it was going a direction, and then just when I was on the cusp of like switching it off, it started getting wild. Yeah, I want to uh, hear, hear what you have to say. Number one. Um, well, you, you know, I mean, like I said, this this list is a little. I, I I like every single movie. Like I said, I had a list of fifteen. And then I was narrowing it down to 10 and then, you know, I'm basically narrowing it down to the three movies I want to talk about. But, um, I mean, I, I figured that I wasn't going to pick this, um, anyway, but, um, I think what, what I really lo liked about this movie is that when you think about it, this came out, like it was released in like September of 2020, right. Something like that. So like, when you think about it, it's like, they were coming up with this story before they decided to like film this and get like budget or whatever a pr production assistance from shutter. They were doing that like in like April probably, mm -hmm. you know, and that, and that's only like two months in to, to the whole, the, the whole thing. So the, I think it, it gives you that, um, you know, they, they knew this, you know, obviously, they, they took the whole idea into effect that like this was going to last a lot longer than people thought. And, you know, by the time anybody watched this, we had all been on plenty of zoom calls. So like you have that familiarity. And so like, it wasn't like watching this wasn't like watching one of those, like, um, unfriended or like one of those pokey movies, you know, I don't mind unfriended either. 
I've never actually seen it. I was just using it as an example. Yeah. But like other movies that were kind of filmed in that like chat. Yeah, this was far superior style. of that style. Yeah. yeah. Not um, not to go off subject. Fear.com, was that sort of trying to use the internet? I never saw that one either. Yeah, but it was like back in the day. Right. They, yeah, that was so that, they were using that was a website. like there was a that was like there was like a chat room where they kill people. Okay. And you can watch. Um uh, but, um, yeah, I mean, to have this, not, again, I kind of threw this list in my order at the last minute. Like, I mean, I wouldn't think it would be out of order to have it at number one. I think it's definitely low. I think it's top five, but you know, I'm not, I, I don't, I'm not going to be angry about it or anything, but, um, uh, I think they have lots of good, um, I, I love things in movies where it's like we were talking about in the last episode where you like you you feel like you're really paying attention when you notice something like we were talking about the crocodile that shadow over the shoulder in the first one yeah where you're like you really have to be paying attention to catch the little things so this movie has a lot of that like just the, the chair moving like two inches in the background um i love i love background stuff like that that you're I like that even though you know everyone probably catches it you feel like you're like oh Oh, you know, I, I love stuff like that. So. Yeah, and a lot, and a lot of that happens in this one. There's just a door opening two inches and then closing back two inches. It's kind of like what you wanted Paranormal Activity to be honest. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of that in um, Haunting of Hill House. That's like, there was all these uh, yes Easter eggs for lack of a better term, like where you can go uh, go back and like if you miss something, find these little these little hints along the way of haunting stuff going on. Yeah, I love that stuff too. Keeps you super engaged. Sean Shane, you have anything on host? No, that it was just one that shocked me. I like stumbled on it. I didn't hear any of the stuff. I actually didn't even know it was actually filmed on Zoom. That's all cool. Yeah. I just was they thought, thought around, it was a gimmick. Threw yeah. it on almost like ten minutes in. I'm like, ah, I don't think it's for me. And then it just it turned and ended up being a fun one. I had it on uh, like nine or ten on my list too. So definitely good. I think more movies should be under an hour long. <clears throat> I like it. This movie, I had anxiety from like the very beginning when they started to, you know, to the very end. I thought it was really well done. Yeah, it's lot. tense. Cool beans. All right. Throw my number eight here. You know, as big of a deal Zoom as Zoom was, I don't think I did one Zoom call. I never, yeah. I've been on like one video call. Yeah, same. I, well, I called you a couple of times using Facebook's thing during that pandemic and stuff. Snapchat a couple of times and that's it. I don't have Zoom. Actually, I did. Well, I don't know if it was, was it Zoom. Either way, I did a power hour with Vestibule via Zoom during the pandemic. I watched Bree on Zoom. Oh my like God, I haven't done a power hour in forever. <laughs> You know, Brie would be on uh, on Zoom with her kids. She's a speech therapist, and you'd just, like, it's like inner-city Wilmington kids with no laptops, so the schools would have to get it to them. And it would just half the session would be, like, their forehead, and then her trying, like, no, put it down, and then just their bellies. <laughs> and they're just, like, finally halfway through. It's like, all right, we got you. <laughs> all right, number eight is in. Um, is another Vinny pick. You have the back-to-back. This one is... The Beach House. I haven't anybody, seen this one. Anybody seen this one? 
Yeah. So, uh, this is one that has been on my list for a while, and I, I watched it for the purpose of, the, of this episode, and it really uh, kind of blew me away. I, I had it higher on my list. I had it number five, but with our, our limited picks here, I want to make sure it got on just in case you guys weren't going to throw it on. Um, it is like a combination of... John Carpenter's The Fog meets David Cronenberg meets H.P. Lovecraft. And there's a lot of body horror going on. Horror going on. There's like pathogen, freaky virus stuff. But the synopsis is a uh, young, young college couple or freshly out of college couple uh, go away to... Uh, the the guy in the relationship his family has a beach house they go to the beach house they find out when they get there that they didn't tell the parents that they were going and they already had guests at the house uh friends of the family so they're sharing this house with this eccentric older couple um some freaky stuff's going on with the water uh not a spoiler like the soft opening is you're seeing like a uh hot air vent in the ocean or some kind of volcanic eruption happen in the ocean uh and that's the opening and it released something into the water and it's infecting people on the coastline it turns into a little bit of an apocalypse story with stuff on cb radio saying evacuate uh, everyone's getting infected but you're seeing it's like a slow burn of how the infection is taking place and a lot of body horror, like I said, is involved in it. A lot of paranoia and tension, like psychological tension. It is a really beautiful Chris movie. You have some sci-fi stuff going on with the imagery uh, of the pathogen stuff. It's very entertaining, very edge of your seat, and very mysterious. Like you're wondering how it's going to play out with them escaping, the young couple trying to get out of there. Uh, trying to avoid other uh, infected people. So I guess in a way it's like sort of like a, a zombie movie in that way, but they're not zombies. Um, it, it was really good stuff. It's super low budget. Uh, all the body horror stuff is practical and really well executed. And it felt very grounded and real. Like, you know, if you go to some small beach town and there was, you know... Who knows? Like the, the, the ocean is just as mysterious as the as outer space. So like, there could be some kind of uh, vent or volcanic eruption that releases some fucked up pathogen that we're not used to or ready for and messes with us. It, uh, yeah, I loved it. Good stuff. This one came out in 2019. Um, sounds. A little, you can tell me if I'm wrong. And a, a movie that I picked on another list that I don't remember if you liked or not. It sounds a little bit like The Bay. Yes. But I think it's actually a little better. Well, I just appreciated it more because it was more... Uh, it was more... Was it less docu-style? Yes. It was very narrative. And it was only the four characters. Okay. Just the young couple and the older couple. Uh, and 
the uh, husband and the older couple was Jake Weber, who's he was in Dawn of the Dead, the remake, and he's like U five seven one. He's definitely a uh, you would know his face. He's a character actor, and just the acting across the board with all four of them was really well done. So I, I actually like this one better than the Bay. <clears throat> but very, very similar in the same vein. <clears throat> I have not seen it, but it was on my list of movies to watch, but I just didn't get get through it enough to get to it. Yeah, put it on the list. <laughs> okay. Good one. I, mean, I doubt that anybody that listens to this podcast doesn't have Shudder, but if, if for no other reason the fact that we're doing this episode, hopefully it yeah. Finally gets them to it's what? It's five bucks a month? Five ninety nine. <laughs> so um, worth it. And I watch something on it every week, at least once, probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me um, too, man. And uh and these are just the originals. Um they they have yeah, the originals that they produce. There's exclusives which are a lot of usually things that have been wide release in theaters, but they feature on their channel and now um, they're their new thing and then they have and then they just have like you know a shitload of classic horror well and hard to get classic horror yeah. i mean like there, there's so much available to us now with vod and all of the awesome blu-ray companies but they're still hard to get stuff like we already mentioned with alligator and alligator 2 uh last episode but there's like tons of giallo um yeah shutter's just the best like we don't really have to yeah uh, apparently we were talking about too. Alligator did go on Blu-ray. It's a Shout Factory, Scream Factory. Uh, it's a little pricey, I've heard. So hmm. I think they might have 4K'd it. That's why. I'm not sure. Um, but yeah, five ninety nine a month, and I just watched the Guar documentary. Uh, yeah, I'm wonderful. That one. Yeah, check that out. All right, so Pete's pick is in at number seven. We got Z. Mm, this one. Z? This one narrowly missed my list. Really? Yeah. Um, this is another movie that you, in my early days of being on Shutter, that you told me to watch. Um, and this hits the creepy factor for me because kids are always creepy. It's one of the, the number one rules of horror, at least for me. Um, and this takes it to like the extreme, really. Um, um, yeah, this kid's basically this kid develops uh, an imaginary friend who may or may not be imaginary, may really be an, an, an invisible demonic entity. And um, it's kind of got this like, it kind of starts off with like your general like kid creepiness um, uh, up until the first time you see the drawing, like the 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 the, ki- the kid draws this giant drawing of this thing on his wall, and it is so creepy. Um, and there's lot again in this movie. There's also lots of like, you know, the, 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 like I mentioned before, like the stuff moving or like it's dark, and like you're like, are those two eyes shining, you yeah, know, in the yeah. darkness, and. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, let me. Uh, the the you know, it turns out that this you find out that this demon um, 
imaginary friend de- demon entity has a past has a f- familial past that it did not start with the kid and i'll just leave it at that um yeah. it's just uh it, I, I, it's just really creepy and then the, 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 the thing eventually becomes protective of the kid there's a whole thing with um kids getting hurt because they're hanging out with the kid and they're and they're trying to like use this toy the kid doesn't want to use the toy and then the demon like hurts a kid and then they think that the kid is it's a it's another one of those like again with the with spiral the the movie i mentioned before is the is it is it them or is the kid crazy you know kind of thing you know they're playing with you um and uh yeah i mean i I, I definitely think it's a uh, I definitely think it's worthy at seven right this is seven um, yep seven and yeah uh, I, I would give it a if we were doing watches today I would definitely give us a watch oh yeah it, it's a, it's it a narrowly watch. narrowly miss my list um oh yeah super creepy not you know not like violent uh, there's a few like semi violent parts but not like a it's not like a gory but it's a it's a you know psychological thriller horror um with creepy kid and good and good um good casting uh for the parents too i agree the uh creepy kid factor is probably to the most extreme that a creepy kid can be yeah and if you and if you look this up and if you're like oh i don't know that sounds kind of weird just look up the Z drawing, the drawing of this thing called Z. Z. The reason it's called Z, by the way, is that's the name of the imaginary friend. I forgot to mention that. Um, which Z stands for, you know, whatever its real name is, but you know, the kid just calls it Z. And uh, yeah, the drawing is just super fucking creepy. Yeah. <clears throat> Shane, Sean, have you seen this one? Yeah, I did. Um, I kind of I forgot about it for a second but it's coming it's coming back to me i do remember the drawings where he like sketches the thing on the whole like on the wall and everything being uh at that point in the movie it's starting to sink in as actually catching me a little bit no i have not seen it this was my big concern and one of the great things about shutter is that there's so many good original films that i didn't know what you guys were going to put on this list and I haven't seen a lot of these films yeah I mean your list will certainly continue plenty of stuff to watch yeah we can always do a round two of this too or we can do exclusives although exclusives I feel like would definitely be pretty predictable at least number one and who knows Psycho Goreman Psycho Goreman's number one Psycho Goreman Psycho Goreman Mandy Mandy yeah Mandy all the way I was talking to this girl at work uh, about doing this episode, and she's like, she was confusing the exclusives versus the originals. And she's like, yeah, like I saw Mandy. That was pretty good. I was like, pretty good. You guys didn't have <laughs> number one on Nick. That was <laughs> fucking phenomenal. That's number You're pretty good. Mandy's kick-ass. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you ready for Sean's number six? Let's hear it. Yeah, it's been uh, the Vinny and Pete show so far. Sean is finally in. Number six, The Mortuary Collection. Yes. Oh, Shane will be happy about this. Yes, yes. Did any of you guys watch this movie? Oh, yeah. One of my favorites. I, this is this one movie, repeat for me. 
I thought about putting it higher because this movie was awesome. Uh, this movie starts the stars the great uh, Clancy Brown. Uh, uh, let's see, he was in Shawshank. He was the the bad guy in the new season of Dexter. He was the bad guy in Highlander. Uh, he's been in a ton the of Kurgan. years. The Kurgan, yeah, thank you. Uh, great actor. Uh, Highlander mentioned. Hi- Highlander's <laughs> banned from the to. show. Had to, had to. <laughs> uh, there can be only a... one, guys. Doesn't there like three of those? Though? Oh yeah, there's multiple, and there's more than one. Mm. Sorry, taking a sip. But uh, anyway, he's a mortician uh, in this creepy town, and a girl comes in applying for a job. Um, and there are books all over this, you know, mortuary, and he says every book has a story in there about somebody who's come through that was killed or died or has passed through the mortuary and she starts asking about him and they that's the anthology portion where he starts telling the tales of these people who died horrific deaths and it's not like overly gory but it is very bloody and it's reminiscent of like a 90s anthology very uh it's so fun uh, scary stories to tell in the dark or are you afraid of the dark um but it there's like it, it's pretty bloody. It gets pretty graphic. Uh, a couple of those, couple of the tales, but uh, anyway, it has a nice tie-in at the end where, not uh, yeah, won't spoil it anyway. But the the last story ends up being the story in the house with with the mortician. But yeah, the ending, uh, the ending. Really yeah, fun. Which, which is pretty. Uh, that, that's a great wraparound. We've, yeah, we've done a uh, well in the older format. It was just you and I. We've done uh, anthologies, right? Yeah, that was early on, I think. We should do that again. It's like, this would be pretty high up there in just anthology for me. Yeah, there's no reason that uh, old subjects can't be revisited. Oh, yeah. And hey, we did a uh, uh, Nightmare. Yeah, and that was like one of the first episodes, I think, when we just did like a three pick each. Yeah. Yeah, and we're still sorting it out. Yeah, I, I personally, I was saying right before we started that like I, anthologies are my favorite but to me a lot of them blend together and I forget what the plot or where they were before they break into the stories and this one just always sticks the like before they break into all the mini stories the whole them being in the mortuary with the old creepy guy you know like walking the girl through um, showing her all the books it just really sticks and really holds up mm-hmm. and it's a uh, it's an easy to rewatch um, where a lot of them like kind of blend in, but are fun, obviously. I dig it. It's a good one. All right, All right Shane. Shane's pick. Number six. Coming up. No, number five. Number five. Yeah, you know, I I think I saw this and I just confused it with the old Mortuary movie and just went right through it, past it rather. Oh, so you haven't seen <laughs> yeah. this? No, no. Oh yeah, dude, you gotta check it out. You'll. I mean, and and this one in particular will be in your wheelhouse for sure. Because it has great that, spooky, uh, great spooky season movie. And someone said something like it has like that '90s charm to it, which is uh, very accurate. All right, moving on. Number five picks in Shane. Anything for Jackson? Mm-mm-mm. No, I like this one. 
So um, it's been a while since I watched it. I think I watched it when it first came out in 2020. But um, essentially, it's an older couple. Um, the old guy is a doctor, I believe, and his old wife. And you quickly find out they're uh, Satanists. Um, but other than that, they seem like normal, you know, nice couple and everything. And um, fast forward, they um, they get a pregnant woman. Um, I forget how they actually get her into the home, but they, they straight abduct, up kidnap her. They they kidnap her and abduct her, and they're she's uh, handcuffed to a bed. And you come to find out that they're mourning the loss of a, a grandson who passed away. And um, they say he died horrifically in a car accident, I believe. But if you if you go into a, you know into all the what people are talking about, apparently you never really know for sure. There's some the, some other talk of how he died, but they're trying to bring back um, their grandson. And being Satanists, they think the best way is to use this pregnant lady and her unborn uh, child to cook up a spell to bring back their grandson. Um, so, ah, the occult. Yeah, it's like at it, at its core, it's it's a pretty self-explanatory um, plot. But let's just say without ruining anything, they, the ending. The ending is uh, <laughs> they, they do get the spell to work. Um, but they get a little bit more than they bargained for, and instead of just unleashing their grandson, they unleash quite a bit more. Um, and yeah, it's just, it's, I mean, there's a, there's a little that you're trying to figure out, but it's more just the ending once they finally get this, uh, this spell out and all these demons are coming out in the house, it, uh, it gets, it gets quite wild. Yeah, this, this one's hard to talk about with the whole spoiler thing because, um, you know, we can, the ending is awesome and we can talk it up and like people will go in with like high expectations, but you won't be disappointed in this movie. Uh, and it, it's not even one of those ones that were, uh, I think Shane and I were talking about some other movies that are like, are a slow burn, like, ah, it's kind of boring in the beginning, but then it really kicks in. This one's not even, like this one's very interesting throughout and then just the ending kicks into a whole other gear it's hard to say any more about it well worth well worth it though and a good good spot on the list for sure the one the one thing it holds you on is understandably you're like what's the motives and obviously it's the loss of a their grandson the loss of a loved one but there is always this unanswered question of like what happened you think there's got to be more to it and um there's there is some some answers that aren't clearly stated on why like why they're Satanists were they before like kind of the backstory that leaves you wondering a little bit too. That's good stuff. Pete Sean, seen it? I have not seen this. Oh, sounds great. My, sounds like something I'd really enjoy. Yeah, definitely yeah. put this on the list. It was um. Yeah, uh, twenty twenty one release, right? Shane? Twenty twenty. Twenty twenty. Ah, I realized it. I, I thought it was a little bit newer release. Uh, but I remember, like, in the horror community of social media and and writers and all that, it was like the talk for a while. P people seemed to really dig it. 
I like this. I, I feel like this is accurate. like. I mean, I, I guess this would happen with this kind of list with with Shutter because there's so much content of all different subgenres. But like, I feel like we're all going to discover stuff based off each other's picks. Yeah, oh, I watch. I watch all of these movies. Yeah, hundred percent. Um. All right. I really hope. Someone saw this movie so I can talk about it with somebody. Number four. I, I, don't, I don't think I've even heard of this. And I, if I'm saying it wrong, just tell me. Um, Bell's a booth? Buff? Yeah. Oh, That's hell yeah. All right, good. Pete. Uh, I, Pete, you're the one I would want to talk to about with this one. Just... I, 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 this was a, a discard for me way back the first episode I was ever on, the Exorcism episode. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, I think I'm, I think that episode got a little uh, a snow. It snowballed a bit, so I probably never actually got to talk about it at all. So here's our chance. Um, I I really think this movie is is so great. I got to rewatch it again last night uh, for the third time, and it is a possession exorcism movie. It takes place in Mexico. It is. Uh, co-starring Tobin Bell uh, also from people that watch Narcos let me see if I can pull up his name the uh, lead is Joaquin Casillo and what's happening is you have uh, also Jigsaw yeah Tobin Bell is the, yeah, the co-star oh that's Tobin Bell yeah okay. who is awesome in this yeah um insane so what you have going on in in mexico is children are being offed in large numbers uh across the country and it starts in the beginning with the cold open which is in like just wild you have everything Something you would never think you would ever see on the screen yeah and you're not even it's one of those things where you're not like it's almost like when we were talking about uh uh, the sadness, like you're not seeing the physical harm. Yeah, and I would almost rather happening. not spoil that than spoil the ending. Like, just for some of that. Yeah, you're, you're right. Either you're watch right. that, or you're like, I can't handle this movie, or you watch that. And you're yes, like, and I, I saw a really good write up by like a film critic talking about that. Like, you'll know from the beginning if you can handle this movie. I can tell you without spoiling, children get offed in large amounts. Yeah. in this movie they don't give two fucks if you have like if you've just recently had a child i would not recommend yeah. this movie. i mean children if you're, like, recently dealing off. with the idea of parenthood if, if you have recently gone to a brewery where there was a million children it's like um it, it, it's it's almost like a procedural in a way like if you're watching a procedural like action movie or drama about I don't know, terrorist attacks, but they're all happening towards young children in multiple ways. And anyway, like the horror element comes in because it's not terrorists. It's they're, they're tracking down this demonic entity that's causing all of this because it's not like on screen, the demon doing it. It's a, a normal person, but the whole argument is they're possessed. There's an investigation going on and you have all this stuff. It, it's, the first half of this movie, and it's a two-hour movie, which usually Shutter Originals are only like 80 minutes, 80 to 90. This one's two hours. Well worth the whole two hours. The first half is arguably one of my favorite Exorcist Possession movies. The second half, 
just because of my own beliefs goes a little off the rails for me. It gets very religious. It gets very silly in my opinion. Pete, I don't know how you feel about it. It gets it gets a little confusing. You're like, is this because it's almost it's like both. It's like it's it's antichrist and pro and Catholic. Like, I mean, you have a new Jesus involved. Yeah. Uh, Jesus. Jesus. Um, but it's the third coming of Jesus, and they do a lot of explaining, and it's it's okay explaining whatever. Uh, but I mean, it is so entertaining. The second coming of Jesus was Cole Hamels. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, that was just for Philly. That, yeah. that's, that's... Uh, well, they they brush off the second coming in the movie. Uh, he, the second coming of Jesus. Jesus was born into a Muslim family and was quickly killed as a child. So the third one had to happen. Yeah. And, so what I and what Jesus, I do like... Jesus was only born into oppressed cultures. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. So what I do. You know, with as I've mentioned, and I was on the, the first episode I was ever on, I detailed that I really love demonic exorcism cult shit movie, like shit in movies. Um, but you know, with that comes like there's like you know, you can type into Google the exorcism of, and there's like 30 movies that you've never heard of because they all are probably like some piece of shit that came in the wake of, you know, something that good that happened. Um, so with everything, you, like you can't just have like persons, that person is possessed, person needs exorcism. So like you need, in order for it to be good nowadays, it needs to be something unique. This so is what a I completely like about this is, unique take on it. Like so original, there's, there, there's so a well lot of different out. things. Yeah. There's a lot of different things that are unique, but there's like this whole, almost like, and X Files, but like a big organization that's just all about yeah, extra, just all about like I didn't get into uh, that. Yeah, like you, you have Tobin Bell doing his thing as yeah. the disgraced uh, priest who's yeah, all trying to solve all this stuff. Then you have the Men in Black of de- of demons. Yeah, that's, that's a good way to say like it. doing yeah. their thing. It, 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 I mean, it is so so well done and so entertaining. There's only three um, Shutter originals. I mean, there's only two Shutter originals I've seen three times, and this is one of them. And all three times I had a blast. Um, yeah, this should definitely be Sean. This should definitely shoot to the top of your list. You haven't seen it. It is. No. It is long, but yeah. I mean, the two hours flies. So I watched two movies last night. I started this one like a little bit late, and. Smoked a couple of bowls. And I was like, I'm proud of having to get through it, and I watched the entire thing. <laughs> Shane, did you see so, it? Uh, nope, but it's on the list. Yeah, put it top of the list. Mm, 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 mm. God, I love that movie. I hope I'm not um, putting this too low. Um, I was actually going to pick with Vinny pick, but now I can pick something else. I feel like top four is um, risky. I got, there's top definitely, three, I got three that need to be. I mean, I'm really worried. I mean, oh, my number no, my number one better be in the top three, I, I would hope. Well, piece number three is in, and it is one of the trivia answers for this evening, VHS 94. Oh, God, that one segment. All right, good. <laughs> so... We've talked about 
um, uh, before on this that in an anthology, there's usually a weak point. And I think every single VHS clip in this is really good. Uh, the one that you think is a low point ends up being good in the end. And I think the rest of them are just like balls out. Awesome. Um, Ratman. Fucking A. That shit is... What a way to start it. Um, then after Ratman is the funeral home, which is like a little change of pace. But That's like the one the, I think is the weakest, personally. But the... But the payoff is great with the, it's okay. with the guts, the whole decaying, the guts falling out. Yeah, I mean that's I mean, it's, cool. But the, it's also the shortest segment, so I feel like that's that makes it okay. Um, and then you have the white supremacists, where you're like, what, like what the hell is going on here? And the, and that one is really filmed to the point where you're like, is this a real like white supremacist tape that they put on here? Like it really feels that way these guys that are like want to storm the capital um and i don't want to ruin the end of that one at all because that because the whole time you're watching that and you're not and then the last like five minutes you get it um and then the the the, the doozy for me is definitely the the um the the doctor that's turning people into half machines um, and it's like almost like PO, it gets to like POV video game at one point. Um, to me, the weakest part of this whole movie is the SWAT team shit. Like, I wish that that wasn't even in there. Like, I, I mean, I know in the in the tradition of the VHS films, there's always some thing where like they, they have to get into this place where there's the tapes, and then they can have a way of they have the showing. But I just, I think that the whole, uh, if there's one weakness in the whole movie, I think it's the the SWAT team story that is like kind of like the thing that's rounding it all out. You didn't even mention my favorite part, the commercial. <laughs> Which, what was the commercial again? The, it's, for, it's like a fake, uh, like a Vitamix kind of deal. And did, what is it, they like blend someone's hand or something? I don't even... I don't recall actually. I just know it's uh it's Kostansky directed it, it and Connor. I think I'm missing it. one. I think I'm missing one story too. Did I forget one? No, you had the compound with the vampires blowing up. Yeah. You had the funeral home. Yeah. You had the rat man. Yeah. And then the SWAT team's the wraparound, right? Yeah. And, and then and the wraparound's the, really the, bad. And then the, the wraparound uh, is bad. And then the, uh, the the doctor that's turning right. That one's just insanity, yeah. But that the... one, that one to me, that's top. Then Ratman, then Compound, and and uh, Funeral Home are even for me. But I like them all. The cyborg doctor thing, it, it, it might it be drags. I a mean, little. no. To me though, that's yeah. like, I love that segment so much. That's that's what you get with VHS though. Like this is what number four. There's one, two, viral, which might as well not viral trash. But like, y- you take them as is. Like some of them you're gonna love. I don't think that's with like, any anthology. Yeah. But like, th- 
the one thing that I thought was different about this one is they did go a little bit more, I'll say intellectual, if that makes any sense. Like they put a little bit more thought into like this overall storyline of this than some of the previous ones, which were just bonkers out of left field. Yeah. Um, but I will say for me being, I am a VHS, like the whole series fan is I couldn't get past the ending. It felt different. They didn't, pull it back together and the like like every everyone yeah. they come back to the room where the person's watching the VHS in front of a TV mm. in a shitty room and the ending of this one kind of I want to say it spoiled the good parts of it but I was I didn't like how they they summed up the movie at the end of it yeah. but the the, it's a... the the individual movies within were were pretty solid yeah it's a bit muddled and when whereas all the other ones i don't know that i've seen three i've definitely seen one and two don't watch um, don't, don't bother with three is like so so the, the the thing with the other with the other ones is that all that between time still holds suspense whereas this one you're like i don't give a shit about these swat the swat team you know like you really like th- there's nothing i mean i mean they're I mean, I get it. Like they're walking in these rooms with these people with their eyes dug out, but like they don't they don't do anything to build suspense up to that moment. Like really, like they're like joking around with each other in the van, and then they're just in there, and it's just it's not like like the one. I think it's two. They sneak into the house, but then like you see, there's like the dude in the house in the background, and no one knows that he's there. Like that make that they're still building suspense in that all around story between the between the clips um the one thing i did appreciate about this one um uh, i i i, I uh, is that like and I, i'm okay with like you know i like some of the found footage shaky cam stuff but the in one and two there's a lot more like shaky cam whereas this one like it's a little it's a bit more clear they like, went they less do, corny too yeah it's a little less handheld like they obviously I think they had a little bit bigger of a budget maybe you know like they still like they still made it seem like it was filmed on a shitty camera but there was less like there was less like I what I, what I don't like about like the shaky cam stuff is like when they're just running with the camera down and you're just looking at the ground like I hate that shit yeah like at least in this they're keeping you in view of everything um so that I thought was an improvement um I don't know that I would say it's you know, I wouldn't put it above one or two, um, but I would say that that is an improvement on one and two. Yeah, I mean, for me, it's just that one that that one segment with the doctor. I really love that one. Like that one had me so animated and like talking out loud to the TV. Um, yeah, it's really they, fun. They keep they keep talking about how grotesque she is, and like you just want to see what she looks like. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, she's and, hideous. We can't send her back to her parents like this. I'm like, oh, shut the fuck up. Yeah. How bad could it be? And then you're like, oh, God. But then yeah. you see some. Well, that's what that's what I love is because then you see, you like, see some of the other ones. And then you're like, well, what does she look like? Yeah. Good stuff. And I, I also like the, the compound one, like whole different take on the on the vampire. That was cool. Yeah. I, yeah. I remember watching that. It, I was, for whatever reason, so stupid. But I was like, I don't get it. What's going on? It took me. I didn't realize they're they vampires. I don't know why. But that's no, that's the whole thing. They don't say anything until 
like you see that that like bunny explode and you don't know why it exploded you think oh do they have exploding bunnies <laughs> and then <laughs> literally, it's literally bunnies. <laughs> it's literally not until the like the last like few minutes of the clip where it makes sense yeah but i like that it, yeah. you know it's again yeah, it's, it's like each each one is different you know they don't they're not all just like oh you know um yeah they don't they didn't really explain why they were shooting all those guys in the head right yeah you're uh, like what the fuck like they're like what is the connection there but that's when you realize it's the same guy right yeah he mm. just they just keep taking the same guy's blood out and whatnot. yeah yeah i mean the only grip yeah. i had was the uh wraparound and, and the wraparound so important or can be so important and like really make the anthology and this one yeah. didn't do that and that's the thing it's so weird for an it is weird for an anthology and, and I get, and you know, I wouldn't say VHS isn't like what I would say a traditional anthology at all. You know, normally you have like, you know, when I think of an anthology, like, like you have like sort of a host, like the storyteller, you know? yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, that's never the worst part of an anthology. A bold statement here best anthology wraparound, my opinion, Tales from the Dark Side. Is that what the lady? Gonna bake the kid in the oven. Lady, it's Debbie Harry, bro. Yeah, it's Blondie. That yeah, is, that it is. is that's that a great one. one. Ooh, go watch Mortuary Collection. You'll uh, yeah, you'll I back actually, around 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 too, I threw that in there. I definitely want to watch that. All right, I'm getting so we're up to the we're at, we're at two, Sean. Yeah, we are. I'm very two. nervous that a movie's yeah, yeah. not gonna make this list because I, yeah, I already know what Shane's one is, and Shane, I know uh, what your one A is and what your one B. Don't fuck this up. I don't know. Oh, it's not going to be what, whatever you want. Uh, do, do, what do what you're going to do, Sean. I'm doing it. Sean. I have no idea what Sean's going to do. Well, the number two pick is here. Okay. And Sean has selected Vicious Fun. I don't even know who that is. Oh. oh there's Go watch it, out. man. You obviously don't listen to me, Vinny, because I talked about this before. Damn it. Talking about this how movie. Much I, I enjoyed it. Yeah, just in in the beginning of an episode, I said how much I enjoyed watching this movie. Yeah, you know, big '80s soundtrack. We were losing Sean. Yeah, you're gonna have to repeat all that. You're you're cutting out. I'm cutting out. Yeah, you're back, but you just did whatever you were just. You got me. Yep. Yeah. Oh, uh, this has like everything I look for in a horror movie. Uh, Yeah, it's a horror comedy. Uh, big 80s soundtrack, uh, lots of gore, uh, fun story. Um, David, what's his David Keichner, uh from Anchorman? Yeah, Cockner, Keichner, something like that. Cockner. Um, so anyway, yeah. uh, there's this this nerdy nerdy guy um, follows his roommate, uh, an attractive female. He follows his roommate's boyfriend to a bar ends up getting trashed with this guy, uh, falls asleep in the back of the bar, and he makes a big ass out of himself. He's a real nerd. Um, and when he wakes up, there's like a, you know, what looks like kind of an AA meeting happening at the bar after hours. And what it turns out to be is a meeting for serial killers, talking about their exploits and, you know, their processes and just like dealing with their shit. And he... He pretends to be a serial killer meeting with these guys and tries to fake it and they eventually figure out that he's a fraud and you know go about trying to kill him uh 
it's it's a really fun watch. Um, and I think you guys would you guys would really enjoy it. it. It does drag parts, and I don't know if it's really deserving to be the number two movie on this film, but I I really loved it. I think it is. It actually is number two on my list. Mm. Man, I am torn. Um, have you seen this one, Shane? I have not. I mean, I put it on the list, and I'm not saying anything on it. I just have three that I, from the beginning, where I was like, oh, yeah, I think we're all going to agree on the top three. I, I knew, I knew like, it not, like, none of them. None of them are up there, and Vinny's drawing 30 lines on the one he wants me to pick. <laughs> um, no, 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 which, do, do, which means you which, should not pick that I one. know, and I, I, I'm going to agree that um, that's the better made movie but i i have to as one be the one that's more just monumental to me so I'm i want to point out that i want to point out that um wwe former wwe superstar kurgan is in vicious fun he's one of the serial killers in the in the serial killer aa meeting okay yeah he built a nice um, little career for himself in acting um and but this is you, you know normally he's just like the brute but this like you know he has a little bit of uh free reign to have uh, a little substance uh I, jeff i think you would really like this movie yeah it sounds it's like a, it's up my alley it's a fun um it's a it's a, some fun uh horror comedy that um they eventually like is the, the kid while trying to escape these killers eventually gets locked in a jail so then like he's in a singular place and they all know where he is so then there's a whole other like escape them trying to get to him thing and the cops are like the, the dumbest cops ever so that's always fun to see because you know they're just like real cops Dude, when they, the one killer comes in and he like is pretending to be an FBI agent and they take him back to see you know the kid <laughs> the kid's like wait that's the guy he, he's wearing a fake mustache how do you guys not see this <laughs> good stuff that sounds like yeah, some good. some 80s stuff that i would enjoy yeah it was well done really well done brand uh, new last year i'll probably watch this tomorrow i'll give it a look definitely definitely are we ready for number one number one in it's in i'm only gonna question this and i'm sure shane did his research is this an exclusive or an original No, this is an original it is it okay I mean, if he picked what I think he picked. So number one, a movie we recently featured on this here podcast, The Sadness. Oh, what the fuck did you do? That's a, that's a... Oh, you're an animal. I had to. So I'm no, not. I, I don't. I'm, I'm not saying sure the best. Not, is it an exclusive? Because I can. That's an exclusive. Big. It's not an original. I'm pretty sure it's an exclusive. Yeah. Right, I don't want to know. I think. I'm pretty sure it's an original. Uh oh. Here we go. Oh, I have it right Wait, hold on. I have hold on. the shutter on. It took right the here. whole list for us to finally get one. We're like, no. What is it? Pete, no. you also have money in the bank. I just want to. No, 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 no. No, this there's is. No, there's no. I think this is going to. You don't get to tell him when to use his money in the bank. Uh, the Shutter original, The Sadness. All right. Fuck off. There you go. Just because you don't like the pick, Vinny, because you wanted the uh, revenge, which I agree. Or I thought you were going to do Terrified, at least. Yeah. Well, it's my pick. So um, I'm going to pick The Sadness is number one. Wait. Only, uh, where did you read The Shutter original? Uh, read on the fucking title, dude. 
type in the sadness and rate on yeah, the but I'm looking at of it. producers the, and none of the producers okay. are. So what does that say? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so are we gonna talk about the movie? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. <laughs> Vinny, I think you should have to give up um, one of your picks. Why? Because you totally were trying to fight that, and you were wrong. He's circling After revenge his... the whole time. <laughs> I thought he was going to go with Terrify, which I wouldn't. No, have I'm met. talking yeah. about the original thing. I wanted what? all. Th- I wanted all three out there. But anyways, the sadness. So no. I don't. You want to call it a zombie flick, but not quite. It's um. Where? What country is it out of? We. I watched this just very recently. Taiwan. Yeah, and I'll say it just had the most impact. So. Um, there's an infection going on and instead of you know going the typical zombie apocalypse it just makes everyone creatively fucked up so instead of just violence is hitting yeah violence rape anything that you can think of creatively in your brain pleasure yeah brutal brutal pleasure sensors and it's just a couple that um, I forget. I mean, how I shouldn't be surprised that you picked cities. this because I, I remember like you were scarred from this. I'm not. You, were, you, you always say scarred. It made you were, the most impact. I think this is the first movie. Me let me getting, see if I can pull up the text. So I'm newer into um, Shutter the last couple of years, two years, and really watching a lot foreign films. You see more stuff that you're not used to seeing in American films, and just seeing. It's not a spoiler alert. The dude. I fucking someone I'm like they can put that in a film yeah there's no spoilers really for this movie it's just like how Real, extreme are they gonna go oh Bree, they went there Bree's in the other room when the, the scene where he pulls over on a bike he's trying to get to his girlfriend in another city or something to, to save her he pulls over on a bike he sees someone getting tortured by a group of four people and they lift him and are just jamming him like vertically holding him, jamming him into a uh, basketball pole with like barbed wire on it. Nuts first. And he's like, oh, I'm going to be a hero and save him. And when he goes up, he somehow gets courage, gets him away. He just goes like, why'd you stop? I was about to come. And I'm just in the room like, oh shit, Bree, get me another drink. Oh shit. Like I'm just like the most impactful scenes of any movie. Just it, it sticks with me. Yeah, it's fucked up. It didn't like disturb me, but I'm like, who who can create something like this? Who thinks of that? Yeah, it it just definitely stuck with me the most. Oh, it stuck with you. Yeah, for sure. Then your revenge, great movie. I would argue way better of a we'll get well this done cards. movie. But let me just give everybody a sneak peek into Shane's thoughts on the sadness, real time. Text machine. Uh, uh, hold on, mushrooms. And oh, I, I have no, I have strongly no, involved. So. I have no idea. These are just texts from Shane. I didn't give you. I didn't you watch the sadness yet? For this. Hope you do have the COVID and not this Taiwanese sickness, boy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> told Shane I'm, I'm going to watch the sadness tonight. Hang in there, brother. It's the craziest movie I think I've ever seen. Not think it is. <laughs> it is. It it definitely. I stand by it. It's the craziest movie. I think I've ever seen. Get some, your, yeah, I get some trauma in your life. <laughs> yeah, what's thoughts at all? Jamming dicks into poles with barbed wire, saying I was. Oh, I mean, this shit, this shit was wild in the, in the shock factor for sure. I mean, 
I respect it. It's, it's not where I thought... We shouldn't predict what these top three, top five of any of these lists are going to be because we're always wrong. We always think we're going to be on the same wavelength no matter who it is doing the list and we're never, we never are. Now, and like with There would be list, no point to do the lists if we were always we're on the same. same. Yeah, that's true. Uh, there are some discards that upset me, but at the same time, I, I wouldn't have done anything different because I would have felt dirty about putting some of these top movies like low in the list. I don't know. I don't even know how to rationalize it. Hey, at least nobody discards because we got to talk about them. Well, before at we get into discards, put... do you guys have any thoughts on the sadness? Even though we already talked about it, like any, um, as far as being number one on the list. Uh, like I said, uh, there was nothing that was going to come on this list that I was going to be angry about. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't call it a good movie, but it's not a bad movie. Like, like I, like I, like I'm not running out telling people to watch it. It's a spectacle. Um, because yeah, because yeah. exactly for that reason. Like there's, and this is what I said on the Watch This or Die episode. There's a very small group of people that I would ever tell to watch this movie, and most of them are I'm talking to right now. Yeah. So um, I would agree. It's not something I feel like I ever need to watch again, but I didn't like hate it. You know, it's not like um, the whole I, it it the whole thing put together is fantastic like it, it is um crazy you know yeah i feel like if your expectations are set right for that movie i had no expectations like, is yeah. what it was for me i Vinny was like hey, watch this and i thought i was getting into a zombie movie and i got into that because i think we talked about like parts like it was kind of fun in that like it was fucking just bananas yeah yeah, uh, look up. Yeah, I was worried He's about gonna... my mental health because I had so much fun watching it. <laughs> I was like, "Am I wrong? For exactly enjoying this." The uh, the fun part about watching movies with Shane is he legit has no expectations. Um, he doesn't read anything. He just kind of goes off of either what you tell him or like Random. a photo. Or maybe a trailer he's watched. Yeah, I'm um, like the girl in your fantasy. Yeah, league and it, it really is really fun because there's been a couple movies where I didn't know what to expect that we got to see together blind and it was just like oh that was really awesome and then to hear his point of view is like somebody who had never heard of the movie whatsoever like when we saw um um what did we see last year at the Mahoning the movie with Sam Neill what was uh are you talking about the blob uh possession possession yeah Yeah, like I had yeah that was that was a great great movie to see but yeah, like you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, tentacle fuck. And then we're like, we're like, uh, trying to like drunkenly assess the movie and what it was trying to say. It was pretty fun. I think. Those and are I think like we the watched. Best uh, for me though, when you we had watched nothing. some stand-up comedy and went to bed. <laughs> <laughs> like we gotta watch something, uh, yeah, good spirited before we go to bed in this one. The um, the eye fucker is a great villain. <laughs> He's a great villain. Oh yeah. 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 Yeah, like when he like runs into that gate and he's all persistent, little fucker. Yeah. Huh? All right, let's dive into these discards. Let me uh, kick it off with the one that was my number one, and I'm most disappointed for not making the list at all, and that is Revenge. I love this movie. It, I've seen it three times. Um, it is stunning to look at. It's 
really beautifully shot like the cinematography the production design which is like very simple production design it's, it's, it's a modern modern house in the desert and the desert landscape surrounding it and I mean you don't even have to like, like the acting's fine but it doesn't have to be great I think the the female lead in this she does an awesome job I'm surprised she hasn't been in more. She's been in like next to nothing. Are you saying prevenge or re revenge? Revenge. Okay, because there is a prevenge too about a pregnant woman. Uh, yeah, also supposed to be awesome. Okay, but that's it. not what you're talking about. No, no, okay. no. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's supposed to be really cool. I haven't seen it yet. No, this is revenge. Revenge. Uh, it's one of those. Uh, it's a it's a, a rape revenge movie, which. Are never fun to watch but this one's like I, I, you can't say like a movie that that's fun it, it, it's a good ride that you like you're on to see the revenge she gets and the climax and the ending is awesome it's a naked bloody chasing <laughs> running around in circles kind of like is, that cocaine ending like Mandy yeah uh, it's wild but the revenge she gets is is good and justified. Like you feel like, she, you know, she gets she she does her her bidding pretty well. And I just I mean I just love the look of this movie. It's it's really stunning to look at. And it was my number one. I think two thousand nineteen for this one. Something like that. Yeah, it, it, this was uh, early on, in, uh, you know, Shutter's lifetime. It was. The main actress from the movie was like the poster of Shudder for a long time, and she was part of the poster that we threw up on the uh, the Insta for the the preview for this episode. So I haven't seen this, and the only reason is because it's a rape revenge, and I just hate those. Uh, this one, I mean, I'm not usually a fan either. Like, they're just too depressing, and but this one. You this one's good, Pete. You like, kind it, of it, forget it, it's, it's like a different, about that, though. There's a different attitude. No, I just mean, it. why can't they just get over it? I'm, I'm, I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, Very much kidding. Oh, no. Kidding. no. And <laughs> this is the last no. episode. No, no, we'll no, be... no. The, 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 real, the real reason, I just can't I can't stand watching rape scenes. They they turn my stomach. It's like, that's the real reason I can't. The, the scene itself is brief, but I mean, it's brutal nonetheless because you know what's going on. You hear what's going on, and it is stomach turning, like any scene like that would be. But I think Shane was was starting to say, like you kind of forget because there's so much else going on, and there's so much like visuals and scenery involved, and like just it, it's a rape revenge like like nothing else you've seen. Like there's 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 a lot happening. The quality of the film itself, though, like the cinematography and just like the scenes, the way it's shot, or it it's far superior like it that's why i say like you forget about it because like to me the end scene the way they shoot it essentially she's trying to get her revenge on him and if you just told it in a story they're running around a circle in the house that's it that's all they're doing is they're she's trying to catch him they're trying to kill each other and it's them running but around it's a awesome circle. it's so but cool the way it's filmed you feel like you're there and you're truly on the edge of your seat and you're just hyped the whole time 
and you you're enjoying you're enjoying so the, much the revenge the, the she's depression getting. scene yeah. from earlier in the movie Pete, like uh it won't the scene itself won't turn your stomach too too much and you'll enjoy the rest of the film it's, it's worth a watch it's for sure. triggering no yeah i um it's I not it's not like ha- like last house on the left or anything like that right yeah uh, well and the the still the work the thing one of the most disturbing horror movie scenes still to this day is for me the hills have i remake when he's yes. raping, raping yes. the girl with the father burning outside yeah. and the, the baby in the crib that yeah that i don't know if i'll i don't know if i'll ever and be I able saw to... that shit when i was like 15 yeah i know that's and... that's the source that's the source yeah. I'm, i don't know if i'll ever be this able is to watch like that therapy movie i'm working it out i'm working everything out right no, now dude like, I, there's like... I can't have a camper because of that movie i don't think i'll ever be able to watch that movie again um so when i was you know i have to say and this is this is something Vinny probably doesn't even remember saying this to me but when, like, early on, when I first subscribed to Shudder, we were just talking, like, about Shudder movies, Vinny basically was like, I, he, he said that he basically more or less doesn't fuck with a, a Shudder original that's under four stars. Um, now, he may not necessarily stand by that anymore, but, I mean, when you look at most of the movie, I think every movie we talked about tonight was at least four stars. And there's very few five star movies, and and this Revenge is one of them. So I was definitely considering watching. Um, you know, I went through. I was I was going through, and I'm sure there's good three star ones. But like, if they're rating their own movie, it's their I own. I don't movie. think they have any of their own movies that are rated below four, do they? Some of they them do. have none, and I just assume that those just aren't rated. Like if, they didn't bother. They're just too new. If yeah. you took and out those, the no, rape scene, some of those, it could be a mainstream act- movie. Like I feel this movie like quality wise would hold up um against a high budget movie if yeah. it wasn't for the edgy nature of well, the scene that we took that we talked and about. the blood yeah yeah i mean they they made what like six i spit on your graves which is just the same movie made over and over again so i'm sure this is better than that oh, the new ones i mean yeah much much better you guys got any uh unsaid um, ones I have a few. Get them out. Um, get them out there. Let me get my list up. Um, Friedberry. Um, just because it's fucking insane wildness. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was low on my it was low on my list. Um, has anybody seen the Cleansing Hour? Yep, that was on mine. Low. Um, it's a good like Nine. new take on exorcism. The Bob Ross in it. Is, is a yeah. little, little awesome little hidden gem. Yeah. Um, Vinny, you'd like that. It's like um, I saw it. it oh, you saw yeah, it. Yeah, okay. it's fun. Um, I think it. Terrified. I know we mentioned it. That was so, number three. Um, Terrified has some very haunting scenes. The woman getting bounced around the shower is pretty terrifying. Uh, it kind of. It kind of loses steam, like at the halfway point, and the rest of the movie, like it, it like loses it, its uh, direction, sort of. I, I don't know. It. I thought when the kid at sitting at the table that was dead, like when that was introduced, that was like I was like, oh shit, like this is fucking creepy. 
But then yeah. it kind of like dragged on too much on that. What was the length of that one? It, it, it was only 90 minutes. Yeah. I, 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 in the end, I know I really enjoyed it, but I do feel that it, it there was ups and downs and yeah. it was given like, it, like when it, when it was new and been out for like a couple of weeks, it was, you know, people were saying it's the scariest fucking movie ever. And it's, yeah, I mean, I mean that's just not, just not true. The, the dead kids thing on the table, like that was definitely creepy. That was super creepy. And um, the things in the walls and like, it's all like, there was plenty of creepy shit going on, but then there was like, you know, it, they didn't hold the suspense the whole time. Yeah, I agree. Um, what about, uh, did anyone see Blood Quantum? Yeah. Yeah. I talked, uh, did I talk about that? We talked about it, Pete. I know, I know, Sean. I think I wanted it to be a watch us to die, and we never did it. I like that um, one a lot. Yeah, I, I, I like think, the I whole. I, I, I think Sean was kind of like in the middle about it, but I liked yeah. the new. I liked the, the the I liked the fact that the they were given the Native Americans like their their reparations and the fact that they're because they're native, they're immune to the zombie virus. Indigenous um, people. Indigenous people, yeah. <laughs> um, the best part of the the best part of the movie, to be honest, is just the giant grinder that they put on the bridge. Yeah, yeah, that's fucking awesome. But um, but no, I mean, I, I, I uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's a different take on zombies, which has yeah. been done so many times. So to get a fresh take on it is yeah. fun. Sean definitely has a discard that we talked about. Oh, slacks. Did you have yeah. you guys oh, watched yeah. Slacks yet? Yeah, yeah. We know about Slacks. Shane, have you seen that? Slacks is the jeans. Yeah. Boutique yeah, I watched jeans. yesterday. That one got me the by movie. the uh, picture. The picture. The, the, <laughs> the, the, the uh, bum, ba -dum, ba -dum, bum, bum, bum. Uh, maybe it was fun. Killer jeans. I got I, I got think... a, a weird one when you're done. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, I no, just no. Think for a movie, I enjoyed it. A lot more than I thought I would enjoy a movie that's about killer deeds. You know? Oh, yeah. The, the premise <laughs> makes no sense. And there's some really good uh, kills in it. Like the skinning of the of the the one guy. Like when they, well, first of all, they just eat that one guy alive. Yeah. And, and the, they dismember the Asian guy and like rip his face off. Like there's, there's some, there's some good stuff in there. Did you guys watch after the credits, by the way? No. no. What happened? It's just a little. Um, so, I don't. You and it has. It makes you have to remember, like all the way to the beginning of the movie. But so remember, there was there's the girl who first puts on the jeans, right? And then, there, and then there's the the next girl who's like the main, like the next manager in line, who's like runs the whole floor. Um. And and she you, she has something going on with like the stoner dude, and she tells him meet me in the meet me in the dressing room in five minutes. And so like after all the credits are done, uh, he walks out of the dressing room, and he's like calling her name. He's like it's been a lot longer than five minutes. <laughs> so. <laughs> all right. So I got a weird one that I think might get some hate if you've even seen it. Um, Room. Yeah, Anyone? this one. This one's so much. I haven't seen it. You told All me right. about it. So it's if you describe it, it, it might come off a little a 
slightly tacky. I would put it more as like a psychological thriller or drama, but it's basically, I want to say it's English. It's a, a couple that from big city, they want to be more authentic and hipster and they move to like middle rural, I think it's Maryland. Uh, just this big house out in the middle of nowhere. Um, they're trying, just trying something different. This old ass beat, beat house, fixing it up. And there ends up, they discover a, like, hidden room in the house, um, which then turns that anything, anytime you're in this room, if you wish for something, it appears. So that's like, I'll say, when you describe it, like the tacky piece, and they do kind of go down that rabbit hole and they have fun with it. So they're like, money, the Mona Lisa, all the, you know, all the fun shit that you want, they have appear. But then it kind of reels it back in to, um, all right, she wants a child. And he's not so on board because it's a mythical room that makes shit appear out of nowhere. And so they have a child and they're kind of torn and they're kind of, you know, at, at ends with each other on keeping this child or not. And um, I'll just say because there is a big twist at the end and it hmm. does get a little bit more... Um, fast-paced and thrillery towards the end. Um, let's just stuff with the child that appeared from the room goes down, and it kind of gets a little, a little more trippy and and thrillery. But it's okay. it's fun. It's a it's a it's a real. That one was one out of nowhere, and so that one really caught me off guard. And then also random acts of violence, just nothing crazy other than just. That one also fun. Have you seen that one at all? No. It's just a he's a graphic. I have. Novelist. I watched. I watched it last night. Oh yeah. What you think? Mm -hmm. Fun. Um. Yeah. Um. It didn't make my list. Um. It made my like fifteen list, but um. I think I liked the. I, I overall I liked it. Yeah. Um. Um, I like that. I, my main attraction to it was that it was that it was written, produced, and directed by Jay Baruchel, um, who people, if you don't recognize the name, is from Canada. Logan um, Lizard. <laughs> um, no, he's Canadian. He's he, um, he's part of like that uh, Seth Rogen. No, no, no. no yeah, it's, he's uh, knocked up. He's the voice in How to Train Your Dragon. Not that anybody here watches that, but. Um, I watch it with my niece. Um, She's out of my league. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, what, yeah. what movie is this? Random Acts of Violence. It's huh. the actor from Grey's Anatomy. Because Brie walks in the room, she's like, oh, it's the guy from Grey's Anatomy. Oh, Is yeah, and... Um, Whatever his name is? Nah. And um, what's his name? Uh, uh, Jordana Brewster from Fast and the Furious is in it. She's probably the biggest name. Um, Dom Toretto's sister. It's all about the family. How about any of the uh, Indonesian movies? The uh, Impagor, or what was the uh, Impedagor? Is that how you say it? Yeah, but what's the... I haven't uh, seen that. Satan's Slaves. Satan's Slaves. I like, a, the, I like the Impedagor. That's a remake. Slaves, and it's very good. Uh, how about... Did any of you see The Ranger? Mm -mm. Oh, it's not very good. No. The, the point in there's there's a ton of movies on there. You can Did see any of you guys watch Metamorphosis? 
No. Franz Kafka? It's Korean Korean possession film. Pete, you might be interested in it. Uh, it's got a good twist on the possession take, or like the whole possession thing. It's a little bit long, but I watched it last night. I enjoyed it. Sorry, I've been eating uh, pita chips. How about that? <laughs> they're the loudest chip on earth. It's a, I think it's a very new one, but off season. Anybody see I don't that? I've seen that either. It was mm. really good. It's like a oh, is that the small seaside town? This girl goes back. Her uh, mother lived there and spoke like poorly about the town, but her grave was vandalized, so she has to go back. Um. Very spooky. Again, I already made the reference to the fog. I think it's just because it's like a seaside town. So that reminds me of it. But uh, spooky ghost story. Uh, very folklore. And uh, I have a newfound love for Richard Brake. And he makes an appearance very briefly in the beginning. And then more famously at the end does a Richard Brake freak out, which is... One of my favorite things these days. Well, my, my la very last one, just fun. It's not like on a list or anything, but if you haven't seen Monstrum, the Korean, I'll say like damn near samurai. That one's that one's a fun watch. Yeah, too. that's it's also good. on my list. I love a good monster. Uh, my last one, which was not fun but was good, was Slapface. Uh, but, uh, yeah, that one's not even on my radar. Uh, deals with uh, a kid and his brother whose parents die. Um, so they're dealing with all that trauma and the way they deal with it. Instead of like talking shit out, they slap each other in the face. <laughs> but and it's this is, is it serious. Hot? It's all the the, uh, the film's done. The film's not very serious. Uh, and he's also getting like beat up and like teased and shit at school. So he befriends this like witch in an abandoned the uh, hospital in the woods, and she basically goes on a slaughtering spree and kills all of his bullies. Nice. It's like it's a pretty dark movie, but it was good. Just kind of fucked up, and I don't really need to watch it again. Hmm. All right, um, that's a, that's a solid discard list uh, right there just looking at what I wrote down I mean there's yeah there's so much uh, there's stuff even we're missing yeah um slap face has nothing to do with jug face does it nah just weird weird titles uh <laughs> running down the list at number 10 Pete's pick was spiral to kick it off and then at number 9 we had Vinny with host back to back Vinny again at 8 with the beach house then back to Pete with Z at 7. Then finally some new blood. Sean comes in at 6 with the Mortuary Collection, which I'm kind of excited to watch. Then Shane comes in with anything for Jackson. That's the number 5. Number 4, Beal Bellzebooth. Bellzebooth. Thank you. Uh, that's a Vinny pick at number 4. Number 3, the fun VHS 94 Pete came with. Number 2, Vicious Fun. That was Sean's pick. Uh, that also sounds really fun. I'm going to have to give that a watch. And number one, I did see this, Shane's pick, which I think, like I said, for the spectacle of it, I haven't seen all of these, but I'd probably put it at number one, too. Cause it's it's got to be the most 
crazy thing on Shutter right now. Uh, yeah. So, I'm, yeah. I'm not even mad. It separates. If if it's not as good as some of these other ones, I'm not even mad because yeah, it, it's a whole. It's on a whole another level. Yeah, I mean, I don't think there's anything to be mad about from this list. No. <clears throat> well put together. Uh, I will post the list if anyone wants a reference. Uh, for watching purposes, that isn't writing things down on post-its while they're driving or whatever they're doing when they listen. I will post this on Letterboxd. And, uh, yeah, what do you guys think? I think I think this is a fun list. Yeah, solid, solid. It's I've a good list. For it to happen for a while. Pete, were you even tempted with the money in the bank? No. Okay. Was not. No, I, I, would, I wouldn't have. On, you know, that's, that's saved for... Um, Something more hardcore, like, yeah, something like when we do hardcore porn. Not that I mean, I'm 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 passionate about all the movies that I watched. I enjoyed them all, but I wasn't. You know, there's nothing that was going to make me angry. Yeah. Well, as long as nobody's angry, that's always good. No, Pete, no bad you, blood tonight. Pete, I hear you got some like inner rage, and I think uh, having I cause all of it. I think that uh, we have that in common because I can I been told i tend to pop off he on does. these two over here so i think sometime we need to have a couple beers and just I, double team I'm, I'm pretty i'm pretty chill in my old age but um these lists i definitely set them off like we can separate a few sound clips like the one i, I remember was vividly uh, i don't even know what list we were doing pete's like this i made my pick and he just yelled out this is a top 10 and you picked that <laughs> Whatever it was, it had to be. It had to be Mel Gibson, Bruce Willis. <laughs> uh, I think it was. Hey boy. Well, I'm gonna be that guy right now and say, do us a favor. Go on the old iTunes or Spotify or whatever you're listening to. You know, give us a rating, give us a comment, like our podcast, subscribe. Yeah, on uh, the Spotify you can give us subscribe and a like a basic thumbs up you can't there you go you can't write it enough smash, that, smash that like is what the the youth say yeah that's what the, the youtubers say you can uh find us on instagram facebook uh my personal insta nl cypher i do a lot of stuff uh movie related um shane you want to plug your john just yeah. i mean you don't use it too much but sponsored by liquid iv and uh no i got nothing all right, cool. cool. No, I'm just ready for Camp Blood, dude. Oh. I've been waiting all summer. Yeah, it's gonna be a good to be time over with because Camp Blood's around the corner. And then Pete's Insta is the Swilling or Swilling Scoundrel. Uh, he posts a lot of fun stuff, a lot of wrestling related stuff, horror related stuff, music related stuff. He uh, curates Spotify lists. They're badass. Go find them. Sean, name is not Sean. S H A W N. Find him. Yes. Is, uh, wrong, like pictures, like pictures of my dogs. Yeah, he's very, yeah, whole, like very cute, wholesome. Cute dog stuff. <laughs> very uh, wholesome. Also, good music stuff. Yeah, good music stuff, all around. Swell guy. Uh, also, at Cinema of Hops is Vinny's other one that I think he gave up on. I did. Yeah, uh, but he also is bad at our Killer Pod from Outer Space one. So nah, we're posting stuff. I have like four things from him. I never know what to tag. Yeah, it. it's all good. Um, huh? Thanks for listening, and until next time, we are the Killer Pod crew. Love, peace, and chicken grease. We are out of here. And we are.